I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, and we've had some great conversations today. Uh, Lois Collins talking about loneliness as uh, really a pandemic in and of itself that we need to re-examine in, in a different sort of way. Uh, we, we did get into some really interesting elements in terms of the infrastructure bill, things that I hadn't really been focusing on either. Uh, Brian uh, Riedel talked about just the cost and the time uh, that it is taking us to do infrastructure, uh, the actual infrastructure, steel and concrete, uh, is so out of whack and so overpriced and so bogged down in red tape that that's part of what we should be having before we decide how much we're going to spend. Let's make sure we're spending it effectively and that we are eliminating waste, fraud, and abuse and that we're finding effectiveness and efficiencies in terms of how we do that uh, rather than some of these permits that uh, one example Brian gave us was it took 17 years uh, to get something for a, a simple bridge. Uh, so those kinds of things are, are very troubling. Uh, also, if you missed uh, during the top of the 2 o'clock hour, uh, you want to go back and, and listen to the podcast uh, around religious liberty, uh, a great summit uh, held at Notre Dame University. A wide range of religious leaders uh, came together and some really important conversations in terms of how that gets moved forward, especially here in the country, uh, really vital. And then, of course, we just had LeVar Webb joining us talking about uh, federalism uh, and how that can really be those laboratories of democracy where we can do things just a little bit better, a little more efficiently, a little more effectively, and all of that uh, real critical to keep in mind. So as we round out the day today, uh, I wanted to do just a, a quick look back so that we can look forward. Uh, I've always believed that the past is really a present for our future. And we've gone through some pretty challenging times over the course of the last year. And I think it is important, as always, to remember that in times like these, uh, we need to remember that there have always been times like these. Uh, and that is an important opportunity for us to look back, uh, look back to history, look for some wisdom and insight, how to navigate the current circumstances, how to better prepare for the future. And I'm not suggesting a uh, hunker down kind of approach. I'm not saying that we should just be uh, looking back always, and just trying to wait things out. Uh, but instead, especially as it relates to moving forward out of the pandemic, uh, we got to make sure that we keep the disciplines rolling uh, to keep the positive momentum going. Uh, one of those lessons from history is uh, we may have to be careful that we don't stop short of the goal. Uh, the old adage is uh, you might be three feet from gold. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, three feet from gold, Napoleon Hill first published in his uh, classic Think and Grow Rich back in 1937, 1937, interesting, country was beginning to emerge from the Great Depression. Uh, he interviewed successful people to talk about and discover the principles they'd learned and applied in their own pursuit of excellence. Mr. Hill told of a story about a gentleman named R.U. Darby. Mr. Darby uh, was a millionaire when Hill interviewed him. 
in, pre- in preparation to write Think and Grow Rich. And Darby sh- shared with Hill a story from his own past that became a present and even a defining moment for his successful future. It was a lesson in persistence and staying the course. So as a young man, uh, Darby's uncle convinced him to go with him out west to work in a gold mine. And the uncle had found a uh, promising spot. And uh, as they worked to secure the necessary machinery and so on to uh, to work that mine. And their early efforts were promising. Uh, hopes of riches ran high, of course, as they often do when you start a gold mine. Uh, but then the vein of gold ore that they had been mining just disappeared, just gone. So the two kept at it, uh, but it seemed that their luck had come to a uh, rapid end. The, the uh, mine had run dry, and still they persisted at it for a time. Uh, every day they desperately drilled, no gold, no promising new veins emerging. They were just digging themselves deeper and deeper into debt. So finally... Both of them decided to quit. They sold the drilling machinery to a nearby junk man and returned home in devastating defeat. Now, the junk man wasn't convinced that the mine had no gold. So the junk man decided to pick up where the Darbies had left off. And he had just bought their equipment for a song. So with the help of a mining engineer, uh, he began his work and he found that elusive vein of gold just three feet, three feet from where Darby and his uncle had stopped drilling. So the lesson of of giving up and giving in just three feet from gold uh, became a present from the past that forever changed Mr. Darby's future. He'd stay the course in his pursuits, and ultimately he achieved uh, some great success of his own in a number of other uh, areas. But while reminding himself of the importance of this lesson from Think and Grow Rich, uh, I was uh, stumbling upon another present from the past. And in a few just very brief paragraphs that could have been written today rather than in 1937, Napoleon Hill showed a a path forward for all of us, especially as we come out of the pandemic and we start re-engaging fully. Uh, So listen to this. This is from, again, Napoleon Hill, 1937. He said, the business depression marked the death of one age and the birth of another. This changed world requires practical dreamers who can and will put their dreams into action. The practical dreamers have always been and always will be the pattern makers of civilization. I love that. And then he described how the economic challenge of the Great Depression, remember this is 1937 he's writing this, it changed the world, it leveled the playing field and created extraordinary opportunity for those practical dreamers that he was describing. And this is how he said it. This is really important. He said, this changed world in which we live is demanding New ideas, new ways of doing things, new leaders, new inventions, new methods of teaching, new methods of marketing, new books, new literature, new features for media. Uh, Really interesting. Uh, Hill actually noted that those new features for media in 1937, those were radio and moving pictures. 
So I love this idea that, again, in 1937, coming out of the Depression, Napoleon Hill was saying, hey, this changed world has leveled the playing field. And we've seen that in the pandemic. Uh, it's leveled the playing field in so many industries and that it requires new leaders, new way of doing things, new methods, new marketing, new literature. All of those things are, are right in front of us. And Professor Hill concluded that never has there been a time more favorable to pioneers than the present. So the present from the past that should guide us for the future is that most of the great breakthroughs and breakwiths, along with the really innovative products and legendary companies, were all launched in the midst of really challenging times. But it's those practical dreamers that lean in to those challenging moments in history that transform industries and ultimately transform our society. So we got to have that perseverance. We got to take action. We got to sacrifice. And we got to make sure, above all, do not give up three feet from gold. The opportunities are ahead. And if we do that, great things are yet to come. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.